Welcome to the Young African Podcast with Taffy. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Young African Podcast. My name is Tafadza Kazaimafi, aka Taffy, and I am your host as always. So joining me today for our part two of what it's like growing up in an African household is a good friend of mine. Her name is Helen, all the way from Nigeria. Hey Helen, thank you so much for joining me. Hi darling, how are you doing? I'm good. So, okay, so today we just want to talk about how it was for you growing up in a Nigerian household mm-hmm. and just some of the things that you like experienced and maybe some things that you think could have been done better. Yeah, so basically that's what we're going to be talking <laughs> about. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, so let's just start with the basics. Okay. Um, which state are you from? Because I know Nigeria has a lot of states. About 36 in Nigeria. That's and there are over 500 and whatever languages in Nigeria. Jeez. Honestly speaking. But Jeez, then... that's a lot. Because we only have like, I think we only have like 16 official languages. I'm serious? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. When it comes to official languages, mm-hmm. right, I think we just have like three official languages. Okay. Like that are from um, different tribes. Uh-huh. And if you put it, the tribes, the tribes by like three official tribes yeah. which is the yorubas the Igbos, and the Awasas, right okay. so but each tribe now has numerous languages, languages numerous uh-huh. dialects right okay. so it's just um the way it is with mm-hmm. cultures mm-hmm. okay so which state are you from oh i am from ekiti state ekiti ekiti i'm from ekiti state in nigeria okay ekiti was coined from Ondo state Okay. Right, mm-hmm. uh, I think that was in 1999 or whatever. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not really sure with the but then it was coined from understate, uh, okay. and basically, the people we are literally called the Pounded Yam people because they love Pounded Yam in my own, like in my state, okay. like Pounded Yam, palm wine, mm-hmm. the bush meat. Okay. Like I'm saying, you know, everybody enjoys themselves. We all have nice. whatever local food we, yeah. you know, we tend uh-huh. to enjoy over time, so yeah, okay. And like in your family, how many kids are you? We're four. We're four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four years. Okay. How and like uh gender, how many boys? Oh, two two girls? two boys to girls. Perfect. <laughs> it's like <laughs> and what number are you? I'm the first. Really? Mm-hmm. You don't look like a first one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. People say you don't look like you the do first like boy. the last. Boy. You look like the last one. Oh, yeah, in, fact. <laughs> in fact, you look like the last actually, one. Actually, I think to that, yeah, I've actually grown up to understand one thing that you need to enjoy your time. Yeah, you understand. Uh-huh. You don't need to carry the whole face of the first boy and I'll be squeezing your face here mm-hmm, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play with my siblings a lot, okay. and when we are being serious, mm-hmm. we are being serious. So I'm not really giving that off, like. It has to be the first one syndrome thing. Yeah. I'm all ash and mm-hmm, squeezing mm-hmm. my face. My dear, a lot of people die day in, day out. So this life is still short to be squeezing your face around there. You just need to have the fun. Yeah. So I like to be a baby most of the time. Many okay. time I'm available to be a baby anytime I'm allowed. Please allow me. Yeah, because usually first ones are like very serious and it's like they're carrying the weight of the whole world on their shoulders and you know the the responsibilities no. and, 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 and everything. So they're usually not really friendly people for lack of a better because they're too serious all the time. No, like, to be honest, yeah. I have that part of me. Mm-hmm. But I decided to slash that part of me with the last born syndrome. Because okay. 
I feel like if you don't take hold of your life mm -hmm. to enjoy the moment you have, yeah. especially when you're still single, mm -hmm. you have a lot of things to regret. On. Yeah, that's true. Because by the time you're married, that's number one. You don't even know who you're going to marry. You mm -hmm. don't know if this person is open-minded for you to travel around. You don't know if this person is open-minded to let you be yourself. Yeah, to let you be. You get. So yeah, you just yeah. have to enjoy your time while when you're single. When you still have it, yeah. Uh -huh. When you still have the chance, mm -hmm. when you're still able to make decisions on your own yeah. for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because once you're in a relationship or once you're married mm -hmm. you can no longer think for yourself you yeah. have to consider your consider family consider the other exactly. person your family mm -hmm. so also. i i decided to slash the syndrome like hello mm -hmm. i want to have fun so yeah good for you <laughs> good for you okay uh would you say your parents were disciplinarians hey <laughs> Parents, eh? No get a harsh thing. Which parent did this kind of like we no harsh for this Nigeria? Even African in general. Yeah, Africa in general, like literally. I would say my parents were, especially my dad. Mm -hmm. My mom was not really that harsh kind of. Yeah, usually moms are the. No, not like she wasn't. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Not like she wasn't. At some point she was because. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of our lives, she joined the immigration in okay. Nigeria and mm -hmm. throughout the whole training schools and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Coming back from the training school, she was another person entirely. Yeah. Hey, you do that. Hey, you uh -huh. do that. You uh -huh. do. And I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> but my dad, the minute you're doing something bad, mm -hmm. right? Before you say Jack, right? Not even Jack Robinson, Jack, mm -hmm. whew, slap, belt. <laughs> You know, it's coming in and all that, and you're like, okay. So sometimes those past experiences tend to put you in a place whenever you want to do something about that. Like, okay, if my daddy should catch me, yeah, yeah like you think of like, mm, what, would, no. what would they do? <laughs> How many strokes of pain would I take? So you just have to be very careful, you know, yeah, being in those kind of moments with mm -hmm. parents. My parent, my dad was really uptight with us. It was really bad that at some point they started to keep. The TV court. Serious? Yeah. Wow. Whenever he's going to work, uh -huh. it would just go to the back of the TV, or each time he's done watching his voice, just go to the back of the TV, pull the court, and put him in his room. Oh you know? And you know, we had to, myself wow. and my brother, they really, the two last ones were mm -hmm. not even there yet, it was just me and my brother. Yeah. So our lives was just basically school and home, school, school home, sometimes uh -huh. church, then back. So whenever he pulls out the cord, we have no other choice than to sit with books that we didn't even want to yeah, read. Uh -huh. Or we play around with ourselves and stuff. So it got to a point my mom got tired of that attitude and she decided to buy her own cord. So each time we watch the TV, mm -hmm. right, and we know it's going to come back, like we know like around 9, anything from 9 p.m. is going to be back. Uh -huh. So we put out the TV by 8 Okay. So I like, can cool down. You can cool down, and then when he comes. So when he comes, the first thing he does is to go to the TV, uh -huh. check, and oh, this is cold. Okay. <laughs> my mom will look at me and like, okay. <laughs> and everybody will go to their room, and we all sleep. It oh. was that crazy. Wow. Yeah, like, wow. Was... Okay. So, like, would you say though, like, you now mm -hmm. as a future prospective parent, mm -hmm. would you say you would also like? Are you for like? Uh, corporal punishment for your kids or like disciplining your kids in that way? No, I would not. Mm -hmm. I think I'd have a better punishment for okay. my kids. Yeah. In as much as I really want my kids to be very close to me, mm -hmm. like 
oh mommy's home they want to be around me yeah, uh-huh. i still want them to have that fear of if mommy catch me here yeah right mm-hmm. i'm in soup yeah it's going to be a big deal i would still want them to have the fear of whenever they're about to do something bad mm-hmm. they still have to think of mommy like if mommy should catch us here yeah it's, it's not it's not gonna be it's, good he's not gonna be fine <laughs> so don't let us do it at home yeah so you like exactly. finding the perfect balance between you know exactly okay 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 i get it yeah for me it was um i think my mom really tried to like find the balance because it was only us two in the house mm-hmm. just me and her so like if you discipline me and then you know you are all strict and all serious the whole time who are you going to talk to i'm the only person <laughs> in the house literally it's just us two i'm the only person in the house mm-hmm. and so i also didn't have like the opportunity to be like so mad at her after after everything like you know what i don't want to talk to you anything like that because i'll be so bored and then she's the only person <laughs> that i'm talking to exactly. she's literally like my friend in the house mm. so it was so it was so bad okay so like what would you say like something that you would wish maybe your parents had done differently oh to be honest i wish my parents had gotten closer to us differently mm-hmm. i wish they had taken some part of our complaints yeah as being genuine mm-hmm. i wish they had um see reasons from our own from perspective, our perspective before yeah. they judge you mm-hmm. because literally most african parents of mm-hmm. those days i'm not talking of now yeah african parents of those days while we were growing up they were quick into yeah, jumping just, into conclusion yeah, they just uh-huh. they just judge you they don't because, care what you have they don't to say care. No they don't care the kind of situation thing. you uh-huh. were in they don't care how the things were they don't yeah. even care how you feel mm-hmm. right and they just jump into conclusion yeah and me saying i wish african parents could really get close to kids mm-hmm. right most of them are not emotionally available yeah, that's true. They're not. Mm-hmm. If you tell your parent, if, it, if I put on my phone now, I call my dad and like that, I'm going through depression. The next thing is like, are you broke? Yeah. Have you eaten? Uh-huh, facts. <laughs> you understand? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Have you done this? Why, yeah. why, why? What are so you talking about? Yeah, so, so what's the problem? Yeah, what's, there's food at home. There's TV. There's lights. Yeah. If you don't have like, go and hold Why, why? You get. They don't see things deeper. Yeah. They don't ask the question of what is wrong? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. can I help? Yeah. Instead, they just jump into the conclusion mm-hmm. and believe maybe you're broke. Yeah. You believe maybe because you don't have food. Mm-hmm. So I feel like African parents can do better, right? By coming down to the kids' level, level yeah, in order for them to put themselves in the shoes mm-hmm. of their kids so mm-hmm. that they'll be able to understand how they're feeling. Yeah. That part of my parent that was not available really affected me. Okay. Because Sometimes I feel emotionally down. I need someone to talk yeah, to, mm-hmm. and because of me, because of experience I've had with them, that the minute you tell my mom this, you just say, "Are you supposed to do this? That? Are you supposed to?" Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I don't want you to criticize me, right? I just want to tell you how I feel. Yeah, I just want you to just want listen, you to understand. Uh-huh. I just sometimes I don't even need you to advise me. I just yeah. want you to listen. Mm-hmm. So, That's so true. Sometimes when I think of the experience I've had with her. I would just put up my phone and call one of my friends mm-hmm. that would think I like. Yeah. And that's why most African kids out there today made a lot of mistakes because rather than speak to parents, they spoke yeah. to friends. Mm-hmm. And some so friends afraid, gave yeah. them bad, bad advice. advice. Yeah. And that's it has so really true. landed them in a whole lot of shit mm-hmm. that they're trying to rectify today. Yeah. So I believe if parents are able to come from a place of emotions mm-hmm. with their kids, it's really going to do a lot of good yeah. than harm. Yeah, so oh, yeah. true. That's mm-hmm. so true. Okay, fine. Uh, last question. Okay. Gender roles in mm. your like in your family. Like, was it the thing where 
the girls are the ones who are doing like all the household chores you mm. know or it was like mm. mx <laughs> <laughs> or it was like what girls can do boys can also be in doing my own house. Uh-huh. my dad does not that was one thing i loved them for there was nothing like you a girl you're supposed to make it back sometimes mm-hmm. when he comes back he calls my brother toby put water on fire for me come on do this one oh yeah money do this he will just mm-hmm. call everybody into themselves oh yeah 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 you make me this you yeah. understand mm-hmm. he tried to like make my siblings you know, appear in the kitchen more, do some most out chores mm-hmm. because it believes like at the time you're going to be on your own, yeah, right, and nobody's going to do all those things for you. Mm-hmm. It's usually making a statement that Neo, I've lived my life yeah. to a point. You are the one I see living your life. You be like, do it anyhow. You be like, don't manage it well. You be like, do rubbish. See your elder sister. She has gotten to a certain point in her life, and I'm happy she's where she is. If you people don't like, don't learn from her. You know, uh-huh. and I'm always like. Bro, yeah. leave these people, man. Mm-hmm. Because when we were young, you battered us with a lot of canes and belts, and you no longer batter them the way we used to do. You know, <laughs> it's so uh-huh. painful how, how how my dad has really changed when it was just me and my brother. Uh-huh. Now. But the last two, mm-hmm. it doesn't beat them. <laughs> well, they were learning from you guys. <laughs> Yo, fam, little things that we did then. Get, I mean, man. You know, there was an experience I had then, right? Mm-hmm. Though, in all sincerity, there's some things that we felt was cruel while mm-hmm. we were growing up. Yeah. That apparently to us that we thought it was cruel. And now I have a better understanding. There was a there was one thing my dad usually do mm-hmm. then. 10,000 naira. Yeah. You go and change it into 5 naira and put it on the center table. And one piece then I miss. A piece of five naira cannot go missing. <laughs> if wow. anybody picks the money, uh-huh. you know. And that was how he was able to teach us a whole lot of things in terms of picking other people's stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I take your stuff, I'll let you know I take your stuff. Yeah. If I pick your money, I'll let you know. Benny, I've used your money to drink a real. I've used mm-hmm. the money to do this, but I will still tell you. Yeah. So punishment for different things. I remember a time my mom gave me money for break mm-hmm. while i was in primary school i yeah. was still very young but i remember mm-hmm. she gave me 13 era yeah so, oh my daughter oh, as you're going to school take this money mm-hmm. so when the house help we had a house help then that was taking care of me then was also going to our shop but yeah. she comes from our house so when she came to the house right when she came to pick me my mom already went to go to the office mm-hmm. so that lady came to pick me and we got to the bus stop she gave me 14 era that oh the money for lunch you know as far a child yeah i felt like oh i'm a big girl so yeah, I to school hey god i beg i got to school i squandered the money <laughs> like i spent it anyhow mm-hmm. bought different things i was busy doing jacuzzi money spending mm-hmm. different things for my friends and all that so i'm getting home my mom and the lady they were doing accounts of what you know she sold at the store and all that yeah. after the old account the thing didn't balance it was left with 14 era. okay uh madam where is the 14 era to complete this money then she said she gave me the 14 era when i was going to school this the money but my mom faced me why well, gave you 13 era when i was going to work what did you do with 17 era and i was like i thought she dashed me she gave me i thought yeah. she gave it to me <laughs> the one i said okay no problem you go and buy me candle they went to buy candle mm-hmm. and they bought two candles and i had to put the back of my hand on two candles no. i'm serious back of my hand and took candles and i was there crying heavily 
Mom said, no, you, next time you will not collect money that is not your own. I'm serious. But was, you didn't know. I mean, the money was was just given to you. It was given to me <laughs> to do big madam with. <laughs> I suffered for doing big madam. My, it was there for mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Yeah. And I was crying and sweating. And Jeez. I was there thinking about my life. Like, is this how it's going to end? Uh-huh. Is this how I'm going to lose my fire? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, after the whole punishment, she told them to pound yam for me with different types of assorted meats mm-hmm. and soup. And I could not eat. And she sat with Kim. I taught you a lesson so you don't spend extra money you're not supposed to spend. But now mm-hmm. you're going to eat. You're going to eat and you're going to finish. I was rushing. So when it comes yes. to finances, it's just something I feel like we need to do better while you know being prospective parents. You get or those that are already parents. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure to teach our kids management yeah right uh-huh. and also not to pick other people's stuff mm-hmm. That's then very not to be greedy mm-hmm. to eat other people's money with yeah. yours you mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. it's a very it's it's one skill that is supposed to be taught from home it's yeah. not about school mm-hmm. no. it's from mm-hmm. home yeah the, the teachers are just going to do hard value you know hard extra lessons but it has to be from home yeah so i'm just true. trying to imagine if my parents have not really taught me a whole lot of stuff like that mm-hmm. when it comes to money Though I'm not saying maybe I'll be stealing or I'll be picking other people's stuff, but then there might be some things that you'll be doing that you might not take note mm-hmm, of. Mm-hmm, so true. it's a matter of upbringing from the house. Yeah. So in a nutshell, I'm going to say some part of my parents' um, upbringing, the skills, really shaped part of me, mm-hmm. right? Aside from the emotional yeah, part that you were course. not available for. Mm-hmm. But those trainings really shaped a whole part of me mm-hmm. that i'm grateful for for today but would i adopt those trainings to my kids maybe i'll do it in a better way yeah mm-hmm. not the way they did it mm-hmm. in a better way for me i'll definitely be emotionally available yeah that's kids. important because you know the kids of nowadays two three four five things they are emotional mm-hmm. and you need to be able to put yourself in their shoes yeah to understand how they feel true true so true in nigeria they say there's a saying that says is one parent that give bits, eh? It is two hundred eyes that watch the mm-hmm. children. That's you know, true. They talk that say for Nigeria, that's really. True. Yeah, that's true. So, and it's true. Mm-hmm. You learn from different people, mm-hmm. different guys, different family, different friends, and all that. Yeah, so. that's so true. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much, Helen, no for problem. telling me about your family, which was really <laughs> interesting. Very, mm-hmm. very, very interesting. But thank you so much for doing this. That's it from me, guys, for today. First of all, a big shout out to Helen. Thank you so much for being able to do this. And to everybody who managed to listen to this episode, you guys are gold. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys so, so much. Remember to share this podcast with someone who you think is also going to enjoy it. And remember to always leave us a like, a follow, and your views on how you think the podcast is going and if there's some things that you think maybe i can do better okay so thank you so much guys till next time bye